Delta Green is a conspiracy within the U.S. government. You are both playing agents of Delta Green. I'll actually be Christopher. I'll be Kim. You both wake up one morning with a voicemail message on your cell phones. You know from previous experience that this is a reassignment. She's got dark skin, well-groomed hair, and a business suit. This is your handler. You only know her by Karen. Clyde was a member of the group for decades. We need you to proceed to his apartment and go through his possessions and ensure there is no evidence for his heirs to find. You don't find anything that has to do with Delta Green's files. You do find uh, papers for Hoffman's cabin. Because I don't want to go to some creepy cabin in the middle of the night. <laughs> That's what the game wants us to do, can't you see? So you find a pretty well-appointed cabin. You will find about 20 gallons of gas in the shed behind this cabin. Pour it into the septic tank behind the cabin and ignite it. You'd be happier if you didn't look inside. I'm going to go look. All right. Look in the hole. I'm going to use the flashlight function on my phone. You hear a voice. Hello? Is, is someone there? I don't want to start w exactly where we left off last time. I want to go back just a little bit and talk to Esme about what brought you to Delta Green. Uh, we got a lot about what brought Cindy to Delta Green last time, but not Esme. I forgot my backstory. Hang on. <laughs> I even told you I was going to do this, Tabitha. <laughs> You did, and I knew that I had taken notes on my backstory, and I just need to figure out where that wound up. Jerk. So should this be, like, in media res? Like, I turn to Esme and be like, hey, like, we were just in the car for, like, six <laughs> hours, but I realized, like, I don't know anything about you. Put my, put my like, hand on my, like, shoulder. Be like, hey, Esme, like... What's going on? What's up with you? You know, we were going to have that scene, and then y'all decided to take separate cars. Y'all had to have two separate cars because <laughs> you don't like each other. So now Esme has a car from the future. <laughs> it used to be a cop car, and now it's a future car. The last time I looked at it, it was a normal car, and now it's, it's a future car, so... How I came to Delta Green was mostly through my own curiosity. I was uh, working in my surgery, and a patient came in with injuries that could not have been sustained on this planet. Um, and I lost the patient, unfortunately. They died on the table, and I decided to look into the cause of their wounds um, to try to figure out how in the world that particular kind of injury could happen. Uh, in order to prevent any future cases, if, if this was some kind of new... I, my idea was that it was some kind of new machinery or something that I wasn't familiar with. I asked questions from their friends and families and uh, gradually pieced together sort of a back trail to try to figure out where this happened and how it happened. And my line of questioning... Um, along with the idea that I may have been exposed, although exposed to what they still won't tell me, uh, brought me to the attention of some certain agents. 
And since I am a doctor, they decided to sort of bring me into the fold uh, of Delta Green and make use of my skills while refusing to answer any of my questions. Maybe you were having a residency up in Connecticut and you were one of the first responders and saw stuff and you and Cindy got debriefed at the same time. Your shared curiosity for what happened drew you guys further into the group. Uh, So to set the scene here, the woods around Clyde Boffman's cabin are quiet and warm on the summer Tennessee night. The moon shines down on the two cars parked in the driveway. We see the interior of the cabin, a perfect getaway for two people in their twilight years who just need to escape from their everyday problems and relax. A thin layer of dust covers most surfaces, only recently disturbed by activity. Family portraits adorn the wall, showing Clyde and his wife Marlene, as well as their children and granddaughter Cassie. The metallic squeal of rusty hinges breaks this quiet night with unnerving finality. As the noises of the summer night die, we see Cindy Sharper moving quickly, carrying another load of gasoline cans from the workshed. She hurries towards her partner, Esme Thatcher, shining her cell phone's flashlight down into the uncovered and open access hatch of the cabin's septic tank. The air here is rank with the sickly sweet smell of decaying human waste, intermingled with the stench of rotting meat. In the darkness below, in the septic tank much too large for the small cabin, something starts moving towards the rush of fresh air and the light shining down from up above. Hello? Is someone there? Does the ladder go all the way down? The ladder has been removed, and it is a six-foot drop to the layer of water below. As you're shining your light down trying to get a look at the voice that's down there, they seem to be staying kind of back just out of reach of the light. You can get kind of the faintest, briefest look of at their face. There's someone down there. Uh, hello? Who are you? Oh, thank God someone's there. Uh, my, my name is Marlene. My, my husband trapped me down here. I, I don't know how long ago, but please, please, you gotta get me out of here. Um, why? Why would he put you down here? My, my husband, he was a sick man. He did, he did something strange to me. To make, to make me his slave forever. But it, it didn't work, so he locked me down here. But, but now, but now I can't die. Please, you've got to let me out. Just some fresh air and light. Anything. I'll give you some light. <laughs> she shuffles a little bit closer and is like holding her hand out to you. Uh,. She, like, she seems to be a misshapen nude woman in her 50s. Her flesh is a grayish-bluish color, and her hair is in 
matted clumps. It looks like it's been torn out. Hmm. Did we get a good look at the portraits? Yeah, yeah. Uh, this this definitely looks like it could have once been Marlene, uh, but she she has had a rough time being trapped down here in the septic tank. If that is her, it she her face is blotchy and bruised. She's pale. Uh, the hand that she's reaching out to you is blood-stained. It looks like the flesh has been stripped away. Marlene, we, we found a note in the cat in the cabin, and it said it did not say that you were in here. What can you tell me what the what the cabin's like on the inside? The the cabin? It, yes, I live there with my husband. We we would go there during the summers and on the weekends. It's it's a nice place. And and where do you normally live? We we have we had an apartment in Hendersonville. Can you describe either the cabin or the apartment, please? Other than just nice? Sure. So what what are y'all trying to do by quizzing her here? I want to see if she's really Marlene, and if she is Marlene, if she is dangerous in any way. I mean, I'm going to set her on fire. Like, I'm, I'm reasonably sure the document well, said that she had been... She's been dead for years! What, where did we read that she was dead for years? I don't remember reading that. A summary of a report on Clyde Bachman. Wife Marlene, eight. Uh, 1948 to 2002. Right, but, I mean, her story could, you know, they could have taken his word for it. You know, maybe, maybe he said she was dead. I don't know how he got a, if he got a death certificate or whatever. I'm going to text our handler and ask, um, if Marlene Borman had had a funeral. Okay, uh, so you send the text message, and then a little icon appears next to it saying that it failed to send. Oh, piss. Well, fuck. Okay, Marlene, sweetie, uh, what do you mean you can't die? I, like, he's kept me down here for who knows how long. It's, it's so painful. I just, I just need to get out. Please, please, you gotta help me. I don't know what he did to me. I'm so... I'm so tired of being here in the water. P come on, please, please, just... Just help me out, please. We're going to help you, Marlene. But I need you to be very specific in... How you know that you cannot die. I can't remember the last time I ate. Are you hungry? <laughs> yes, do you have any food? No. Do we... Well, I don't know if we have any food. Don't feed that thing, Cindy. Yeah, I mean, if I had food, I'd throw it down there. So we went... I said that we were going to go to McDonald's beforehand. So maybe I've got <laughs> a, some did. fries left or something. I throw some fries down there. She catches them and, like, just eats them ravenously. There's nothing 
there's like no shame it's almost animalistic her hunger is so great as you're talking with her like marlene seems exactly like you would imagine a woman who's been trapped in a septic tank for decades to act <laughs> how much experience do we really have with that kind of thing? <laughs> well well considering that Cindy has a human intelligence of 10, and Esme has a human intelligence of 30. Y'all aren't really good with people, so... Right, yeah. So, I want to ask um, Marlene. Uh, so, so, Marlene, you, you said that your husband did something to you. What, what do you mean? What, what, is, what was it that he did? I, I don't know. He... He, he was always searching for secrets and trying to find power over anything, especially me. And he did something to me. I, I don't know what. It, he, but now I'm here and I... Your, your husband, the, the, the what, what, what part of the government did he work in? He, he was part of the IRS. And, and that involved lots of secret hunting, is that right? So Marlene, I'm just having trouble squaring what, what we understand your husband to have been like from what you're telling us. So you didn't know this dude, so what do you mean? I mean, you're right, we didn't know this dude. You, you have like a three-paragraph summary of his entire life that has nothing about his personality on there. We know he collected so. porno mags. I don't know. So what are you guys going to do? I mean, I kind of want to get her out, I guess. I really don't. I don't trust this at all. Her hand is I mean, that's why I said we should have burned it from the begin with. Just burn it down to begin with. I'm saying this out loud. Well, then let's burn it. Here, give me the gas. But now it's a person. It's a person Is it a person? Is it really? I don't think so. Do no harm, yes, right? I'm a person, and my name is Marlene. I am not on the clock. How dare you? <laughs> uh, I don't know. She has not been forthcoming about what the hell she meant by not being able to die, which I, as a physician, find What she meant disturbing. was that she hasn't eaten or, f- or drank water in a long time, and she hasn't died. And she's been down there since... I mean, if this is present day, she's been down there for like 17 years. So that seems pretty pretty good evidence that there's something wrong with you if you're not dying after right. that long. Precisely. <laughs> I'm going to get some of the gas. There's two gas cans right here. Go get another one. I'm going to start. Okay. I, I start pouring. Okay. No. See, I wanted to do that to begin with. You go for it. <laughs> I'm going to stand back over here. No, no go no, get more please. gas. What are you doing? You... Fine, I'll go get more gas. So I'm going to get more gas, I guess. I don't feel good about it, though. So so your plan, just to make sure, both of your plan is to burn this innocent woman alive who's been trapped down in the septic tank for the past two decades. Well, I'm saying I didn't want to do that. But but Esme is 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 bullying me. She's cyberbullying me. <laughs> She's cyberbullying you. I mean, we are playing over the internet, so I guess that is cyberbullying. 
but you're going right. to go along with you're, you're you're not just you're not just going to let her do it you're actually going to help her do it by getting the gas for her okay fine fine i say you know what actually before i go get the gas i'm going to go to the bathroom i'm going to pull the the toilet seat cover off the bath uh, off the bat off the toilet i'm going to go smack her in the head with it is that what you want me to do Why? jeremy please I, don't i i just want to make sure that you know what you're doing that, you, that how long is this call going to be if we kill her right now we're going to be done and be like good job Mission you killed an innocent woman so if if you will never want know to kill, if she's innocent or not Jeremy. It, it, if you want to set Marlene on fire I'm not going to stop you guys from doing that you are going to lose sanity for doing that. Why? We, as far as we know, she's a monster. Yes, I'm just gonna decide as that far, she's probably a monster. As, as far as you know, she's an innocent who's been cursed. No, that's you. You're you're no. railroading then, Jeremy. As far okay. I'm saying, <laughs> me the character. As far as me the character knows, she's a monster. She's an undead creature. Okay. You're still gonna she's... have sanity loss. It's not gonna be as Why? bad if you think she's. I'm not gonna stop you guys. Uh, well, I'm just I wasn't gonna set sure. fire to her. That that's up to Esme. If she wants to do that. Okay. I mean, Jeremy obviously doesn't want her to set us to set her on fire because she might be innocent. She might okay. be a regular woman who's just been alive and in prison for two decades. Esme, I'm, I'm talking I'm, to Esme. Lots I'm of finger here. quotes. Uh, Marlene. Wait, you are Esme. I am. I forgot for a moment. <laughs> Shush. Um, Marlene, have you eaten since he put you down here? No. Okay. So you want me to believe that you have not eaten a single thing in two decades and are still alive and are not a monster? I'm, I'm just... I, I don't know what I am anymore, but please, just let me out. Please, anything... Do you want secrets too? I I know things from where he brought me from. I could share them with you. Share them. Okay, go ahead. wait. What Let's do you mean you where you brought way. where he brought you from? I was where dead. are you from, Marlene? I I was dead and he brought me back and I know things now. I could I could tell you things if you if you wanted to know. Just So just how get did me you die, Marlene? I was it was an accident, a car accident. You were in a car accident, and you died. Yes. We were driving out here, and there was a deer. Clyde swerved to avoid it, but ran into a tree. When the, the next time I woke up, he was standing over me, a knife in his hand, chanting strange words. He looked at me in disgust. And then he pushed me down here. I haven't seen anything since. Nothing but darkness. And the cold and the wet. Please, you gotta get me out of here. Oh, I'm more interested in hearing tales from the Deadlands. I, I'd be happy to tell you, just just, just let me out. So, so but if, if she's already dead, right? She had already died. She's a zombie. We shouldn't feel bad about finishing the job, right? Because, you know... She's a Frankenstein, <laughs> and what Frankenstein just 
can't can't get along with regular peeps. Okay. I don't know. Go ahead so, and make so, a So wait, chat. but Marlene, I haven't done anything yet. <laughs> You're right, you haven't. Well, I'm going to take a sanity check now? For what? If you're going to go ahead with pouring the gas in there, if if, if, I, if that's I'm what y'all are going to do. That. No? Okay. I've not said I was going to do that. I was going to keep talking, bro. Just talking, bro. Okay. So, Marlene, you're, you're telling us that your husband brought you back from the dead and then, uh, and then threw you down there. For what reason, exactly? Like, did he think he did a know. bad job? Ask, ask him. I well, your husband's dead. I don't dead. know why he put he, me He's here. dead. So, Good. you know, I guess he's luckier than you because he died. And it sounds like you can't. So how does that make you feel that he's dead? He trapped me down here for 20 years. What do you think? And then she, like, spits this thick mucusy strand that dribbles out of her mouth. Does she spit it at us, or...? No, like, she was trying to spit in disgust, but is very, very dehydrated. Ew. Right, right. So, so you're, you're pretty fine with it. Uh, at, yeah, as she, as y'all have been talking with her, you notice that, uh, her, uh, feet and lower legs seem to be swollen. Uh, much as if you much like you would imagine someone who's spent so much time immersed in water uh, and as you're watching like part of her skin just sloughs off so so as so so do you feel pain marlene uh it sounds like esme is pouring gasoline so if y'all want to keep if you want to keep talking to her you gotta Talk faster, I'm pouring. <laughs> no, please, I'll tell you anything you want. Just let me out. Tell us anything we want, and we might let you out. I failed that, by the way. I'm gonna go super crazy. Unless it was a trivial Sandy, but I assume probably I, I don't think this was trivial. <laughs> Looks like you rolled an 81 on your Sandy check. So, Tabitha, go ahead and roll a d6. Oh, good job. Maximum sanity loss. Oh. Alright, so so you lose six points of sanity, so despite your rationale, your reasoning that you have, you can't help but feel like you know, this is this is a bad thing that you're doing. Like well not really a bad thing. You feel like it's the right thing to do, but it you hate it. You hate doing this so much so go ahead and give yourself a check mark because you are losing sanity due to violence because you are committing violence and that caused you uh to lose the sanity uh once you get all three check marks in that section then you're not gonna be as prone to uh losing sanity from that source but at the cost of other things, but we'll get there when we get there. <laughs> uh, if if you become adapted to violence, uh, your empathy suffers, so you permanently lose a d6 charisma and the same amount from each bond. Uh, so here's some things that you could do. You can project onto a bond. When your agent loses sand, you may spend willpower 
to reduce the loss. The amount is always 1d4. Roll the die and reduce your willpower by that much. If your agent still has at least one willpower, reduce the sand loss by the amount of willpower spent, the amount you rolled, to a minimum of zero. Now reduce a bond score by the same amount. The next time your agent interacts with the subject of the bond, decide what shape the projection takes. Does the agent grow hostile and angry, irrationally blaming his or her loved one for imagined wrongs? Does the agent abandon the loved one in favor of relationships with less importance and meaning? The stresses faced by Delta Green agents often wreck the families and friendships that give them strength. So right now, Esme, you have the uh, choice to either take six Sandy loss and have a temporary insanity happen or project onto one of your bonds. I don't know. Well, you've got 60 sanity or something, right? Yeah, I do. So, I mean, that doesn't seem like a terrible hit. I mean, but I will go temporarily insane. Which means that she won't have control of her character for a short period of time. Here, let me read the rules for that while you're deciding. In the moment of overwhelming stress, after losing five or more sand in the single roll, your agent loses self-control. We call it temporary insanity. For a short time, you cannot control your agent's actions. Your agent's primitive brain switches to pure panic with one of three possible responses. Flee, struggle, or submit. Work with the handler to determine which stance your agent takes. Each is more likely in some circumstances than others. If the circumstances are calm, someone making a psychotherapy role can talk your agent down from temporary insanity. Otherwise, your agent loses control until the insanity runs its course. Let's see what happens. So what, what's Esme going to do? So let's think about what's happening. She's losing this. She's getting unnerved by pouring this gasoline in there and as much as she wants to set this thing on fire that's at the bottom of the septic tank she just can't bring herself to do it as she's pouring the gasoline she just starts shaking the gas is spreading everywhere it's not just going inside the tank anymore but splashing along the outside on her clothes it's splashing a little bit onto Cindy as well. The shaking gets so bad that she drops the can and it clatters to the bottom of the septic tank. Uh, Esme then just stumbles away and crouches down and starts rocking back and forth. What do you do, Cindy? Alright. Well, I thought you were going to go a different way with that. Um, so let's see. You said that I could try and talk her down. If you have psychotherapy, you can try and talk her down. If I have 10 psychotherapy, how good of a role would I need to... So you would have to get between a 1 and a 10. There is a 10% chance that you will <laughs> succeed. There is always a cost for failure. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's temporary, right? 
So, like, she's going to come out of it at some point. <laughs> is, is that what Cindy thinks? Cindy has probably received therapy, is what I was thinking. So, like, she probably would want to go help Esme, unless there's a darker backstory between the two of us that I'm not aware of, I guess. So I'm going to go over Esme and, uh, and say, hey, hey, Esme, you know, are you, are you okay? Esme keens softly. Well, it's all right, girl. It's all right. I maybe <laughs> touch, I like put my hand on her shoulder, maybe. Okay, uh, you can make your psychotherapy check. Oh, All right, no. so that was a 62. Oh, no. So that means I did a bad job. Okay, uh, so... So... This made for, you. So for, for the pro, give yourself a check mark next to psychotherapy, because you always get a check mark if you fail at a roll, unless it's it, for skill rolls, anyway. So you can give yourself that check mark. Um, so. Yeah. Uh, hey, Esme, why don't you go ahead and roll a unarmed attack against him? Man, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Okay. Good job. You succeeded that roll. <laughs> oh no. So, <laughs> so Esme lashes. As Esme lashes out at you. Um, you're gonna take... Hey, Esme, why don't you roll some dice for me? No. Uh, that's gonna be... Uh, 1d4 minus 1. As as she, like, lashes out at you and tries to... So take 1 damage as Esme punches you in the guts and then runs away. Right. So I say, what, what the heck, Esme? Marlene calls out and she says, "Where, where'd you go? Please, please, shut up, Marlene. We're dealing with something up here." <laughs> <laughs> shut up, Marlene. <laughs> Marlene, 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 Marlene. <laughs> Is she singing that? Why'd you have to pour that gasoline? Oh, Marlene. Um. Okay. So, is is Esme fine now? No, she ran off into the woods. Did she? So I'm I'm here by myself now. Is that what you're trying to tell me? Yeah, it's just you and Marlene. So I'm gonna I'm gonna walk over to Marlene and say, "So Marlene, you want to get out of here, right?" <laughs> yes, please. I've been saying that. Why Why do you pour right, the right, gasoline right, right. in so, here? So just... So what are you gonna do when when or if we let you out? I I don't know. Like, what kind of question is that? I I want to get out. Right, 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 right. But like theoretically, we let you out. Like, what are you gonna do? I mean, because like my partner, you... she poured gas all over you, so I'm sure you're not like super thrilled about that. I, I mean, that's not great, no. But I just I just want to get out. I want to go home. I want to see my family. No, yeah. I, I want to sure. eat a burger. I want to go to Golden Corral. Oh, mm, all right. Okay, you know, Golden Corral, they don't exist anymore. I have to do a bluff check or something for that, don't I? I I'm just messing <laughs> no, she now. just starts crying. Right, right, right. I kind of want to mess happy. with her. You made the naked old right. lady who's been trapped uh -huh. underground for 20 years cry. Right. First for everything. So, 
I'm happy Check about that. No, I don't know, bro. Um, so so there's a gas can down there, right? That's right. So if she were to stand on it, you, you said she's not that far down there, right? There's only a few feet between the, the top so and her, right? It's a six-foot drop. Would you be able to climb out of it? Do you think you could climb out of a six-foot hole, uh, hole that was six feet above you? Like, like so uh, well, it's six feet said, down to the water. You said earlier that it was six feet to the water, it's right? six and feet she's down in the to water. the water. She's staying in the water, so Which there's means... probably, like, a three- or four-foot gap up uh, above where she can reach. Like, she's reaching up. Oh. There's, like, three or four oh, okay. feet between where you're at and like you could probably so how much water is she standing in then a couple of feet either that or so, her legs end at the knees you're not sure hmm. i'm gonna look around to see if there's anything i could use to get her up uh you're pretty sure you saw like a rope or something inside the uh the shed in fact i'll say that you found that you saw what you are pretty sure now is the ladder that got removed from the, the access layer that got removed from the septic tank. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to put the ladder down in the septic tank, I guess. Okay. Uh, Esme. Uh, so you come back around in the forest. Okay. Like, you, you, you find yourself out of breath. You know, and you're wondering, what am I doing? Why am I running away? You know what you need to do. What What do I need to do? I I don't know. What do you need to do? Um, like you you seem pretty. You seem to have a pretty firm idea on what it was you need to do, and you just couldn't bring yourself to do it. So now, what are you going to do? Uh, can I see the cabin? Uh, yeah, you can make your way back to the cabin. Okay, I go back. So you you walk back towards the cabin and you come across uh, the hole that's been dug out that leads down to the septic tank. Uh, there's still a gas can nearby, but you don't see Cindy. I'm going to call out, Cindy. Hello. Please tell me you're not in the hole. Where am I, Jeremy? I don't know. Mar Marlene. <laughs> I step out from behind the bushes. Oh, hi, Esme. Can I do that, Jeremy? Is that fine? So, Cindy, when you walked away, you left the hatch open, right? I did. I never said I walked away. I said I put the ladder down. You, you had to go you back felt... to the shed to get to the ladder, though. All right. Okay. I went back to the shed to get the ladder. Yeah. Right. Did okay. I do anything to the hatch? No. I left the hatch open. No. Okay. So, Esme, as you're approaching, you see Marlene jump out of the hole. Oh, shit. That's the bad thing. She looks around. Are you trying to do anything to make yourself uh, unnoticeable? Um, I have stopped very still behind a bush. Sure. Okay, we'll make a stealth check. Oh, man. Checks have not been my strong point here. Oh, and stealth is awful. I don't want to. I'm gonna die. Why did, Mar Why did Marlene keep begging us to to save her if she could just get out herself? I mean, hey, it looks like you did all right. Oh, there you go. Oh, <sighs> six. Very good. All right, so yeah, you're able to 
duck behind a bush just in time as she jumps out and looks around and then runs off in a different direction deeper into the woods oh shit okay i am not equipped to handle a zombie a fast zombie as you break cover you see cindy approaching with the ladder you idiot why didn't you kill it well you didn't kill it i thought you had had a change of heart Oh my god. So, that thing just straight up Spider-Man leaped out of the hole and ran away into the woods, and now it is in the woods, and I don't know where it is, and we need to get the fuck out of here right well, now. Well, that doesn't make any damn sense. Why <laughs> Why would she want us to, to help her out if she could just jump out the whole time? So she could have people's snacks handy. I don't know. Yeah... I'm going to I get don't in know. my car. You, you, are you still feeling alright? I'm getting in my car and I am leaving right now. I'm going to walk over and look down into the pit. I'm noping right the fuck out of here. Bye. <laughs> yeah, you you look down into the pit and Marlene's not down there anymore. Well, balls. Well, I guess I'll close it. <laughs> okay. It cloud closes with a final thump. So then I'm going to go try and catch up with Esme. Hey everyone, it's Jeremy again. Uh, Thanks for coming on to the next episode. I know that first episode had some audio issues, but we switched up how we were recording and putting everything together so should be smoother sailing from here on out yeah so thanks for continuing to listen to us we're gonna be putting out the first three episodes uh covering the last things last playthrough that we did if you haven't read it that's the intro scenario for delta green that comes with the needs to know manual if you're interested in delta green that's the quick start guide you can find it at artdream.com or deltagreen.com uh highly recommend it if you're curious you don't have it's got everything you need to know to play the game and that also if you like what you're hearing again please check out our other stuff that we do there's john's website jonathancush.com where he's got uh information about the research that he does and some film essays that he's written my wife tabitha she's got her store on etsy quiet nova uh, she does a lot of handcrafted amigurumi plushies and things like that so definitely check that out if you're looking for a gift she does lots of cute nerdy and sometimes creepy stuff so check it out and up on amazon i've got my novel the calling if you like creepy stuff like this i think you'll like the calling so give it a check out our opening and closing and intermission song is mission ready by ketza so definitely check them out at Bandcamp. All right, well, I'll let you get back to the show. Thank you. Bye. So 
what's the plan here, guys? I don't freaking know. <laughs> I'm gonna go uh, out to where I have cell reception and call my handler because I don't even have a gun. I have no weapons. I have no idea how to handle this. I'm going to let them know what happened. I'm gonna catch up to Esme and be like, alright, so Esme, you're you're gonna head out? Uh, Maybe yeah. I should try and track her down? Do you have any tracking skills? That's a good question. Are you comfortable being in the woods alone with a potentially flesh I've got philosophy skills. <laughs> I do have philosophy skills. And I've got <laughs> I wanna I want robots to have rights. Do these things help? Um, oh I want to learn about extraterrestrial life. That could be helpful, right? No. <laughs> um, so, Jeremy, what would what would a like a searching type skill be? Searching the woods, navigate. Yeah, navigate would be good. I mean, you could use search, the search skill. Uh, you could use survival. I'd say any of those could work pretty well. Yeah, well, search is the only thing I've got decent numbers in. 20. 20 is not decent. But it's <laughs> um, so can I take some of my robotic skills and apply those to search? Is there a drone nearby I can commandeer? Um, did I bring a drone with me? Why don't I say I brought a drone with me, bro? How about I got a drone in the, my police car? And I'm pretty I'm sure use you specifically said that you were afraid of robots last time. Yes, yes, but I do have robotic skills, but I am also afraid of robots. It's a, it's a real conundrum for my character, isn't it? <laughs> so I'm going to get my drone that's got uh, night vision and infrared, and I'm going to use that to search the woods for her. Why would you have that in a rental car? It's not a rental car. It is... It's my own car. Remember, we had a long discussion, and I decided I had my own car that has all my computer stuff in it. Uh, how much would y'all say a drone costs? <laughs> the sort of drone you're trying to get? I don't think it matters, Jeremy. Uh, <laughs> well, Jeremy, you did you see the roll I just did? I'm Googling huh? it. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so that's so my roll is a zero zero oh, on my no. robotic skill, that, that which is, would have been the one I would have chosen. The worst, the worst possible roll. Um, the worst possible roll. My I, I the... touch my drone and it immediately explodes in my face. <laughs> this is this night's uh, not going well for for old Cindy Sharper here. Okay, so here's what I'm gonna say with that fumble: the drone that you have in your car is in fact a work drone that you have to observe self-driving cars on the test range that uh, uh or the test uh the test drive circuits that y'all have to kind of watch them from the outside uh however uh while you do have a app that allows you to uh to view it on your phone and to control it uh it's also networked into your company's uh cloud database so if you were to use this it will automatically upload the video to your company's <laughs> network now 
You feel like you might be able to circumvent that, but you definitely don't have enough time to. Okay. So, I have the option of using the drone, but I will probably have to explain something to my bosses. You will blow Delta Green's full cover <laughs> by revealing the existence of real zombies to the world. Well, Delta I Green will not definitely kill you. If I see Esme, if I don't find it, then no harm done. And if I and do find it, no, you just it, get fired. Then, then no harm done because we'll have found it, right? So trust me, you rolled a fumble. You're yeah. definitely gonna find it with this drone. <laughs> If See, you use this drone, you will promising. definitely find that. Oh, Christmas. Okay. Well, I'm going to take some tape and I'm going to cover up the camera. Well, what? I guess that makes it almost then... entirely useless, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, all right. Okay. Well, I guess that, that didn't work out for me. So, Esme, uh, you were going to go dry. You've probably gone at this point, right? Yeah, I'm gone. Bye. <laughs> All right, so I guess I'm here by myself. I'll, I'll just saunter off into the woods and look for some tracks or something. So, so you're I have not to roll use search the drone? now. You're not going to no, use not this nice use drone, the you have? drone. No, I'll use my philosophy skills instead. Here, I'm going <laughs> to use my philosophy skills right now. Did oh I my win? god! <laughs> nope. No. There's no. Nope. No, my uh, philosophy skills failed me. I could not convince them that it was in their best interest to come out, or whatever I would have been doing. So, roll a survival. It's dark. I'm not I'm not going to give you any penalties, but I, as much as I would love to give you a bonus, I'm not going to be able to. Right, okay, so now you want me to roll survival. Yes. Which I have a 10 in. Yes. Okay. Good Great. job. 78. Oh I my died. god. No. no I die out die. in the woods. Okay, so Esme. So you're driving out. It's the middle of the night. You're paying attention to your phone trying to get a signal. Uh, so what's your intention? You're just trying to get a signal so that you can message the handler and figure something out so what i'm going to do is i'm going to drive towards town for 10 minutes pull over and check my signal and just keep doing that until i have one and then i'm going to call the handler even though i hate talking on the phone and let them know what the fuck just happened so eventually about 10 minutes down the road you're able to get a signal uh you call the number that you have and you hear Karen, Agent Karen, groggily answer the phone. Uh, hello? Um, we confiscated some things from the cabin, but a major discovery was his dead wife in the septic tank, uh, who he had apparently brought back in some sort of zombie fashion, and she has escaped. The fuck? Right? What do we do? You need to find it and kill it before it... So this is what we're here for, is to control these sort of situations. Why'd y'all let it out? I didn't let it out. It just got 
loose. It got loose. It got loose. <laughs> you need the. I I can make some calls, but you need to find this thing. You need to take care of it. Okay. I sent you out there to do one job. Look through papers. Yeah, we did that real well. Do you have a gun? Or a weapon of any kind? Because I don't, and I don't have a license to get one. Go to a Walmart or something. I don't know. Like, <laughs> why, did, why do you not have a gun? Why do you not have a gun? Why would I have a gun? I was out here to check for incriminating paperwork. So, lesson one, always have a gun. Lesson two, <laughs> go find it and kill it. Okay. Okay. Click. I'm going to try. Click. So I guess I'm going to turn around and head back up to the cabin. Do I recall any weapons other than the super old uh, tear gas grenades being up there? Did he have like a shotgun on the wall? In the shed, there is a wood axe and a shovel. Oh god. Alright. I'm gonna get the axe. Cindy, uh, we'll say that you could have grabbed either of those before you left. Um, sure, I'll, I'll grab a shovel. So, Cindy, you are looking around, tracking this thing through the woods. It's dark, and you are extremely out of your element. Uh, you're not used to being, like, you're used to being in the dark, but <laughs> definitely not out in the middle of nowhere. And that's when you hear the twig behind you snap. Uh-oh. Uh, I turned to look. Should I, should I roll something? Do I need to roll my, uh, my no. looking skills? You don't? Is there a bear? It's because, a bear. Nope, it's not a bear. It is the thing uh, that count. was Marlene. It's a bear with a gun. Ooh, does, does she have a gun? No, but she definitely hits you as she claws on your at your back and does three damage oh. to you. Marlene, I was trying to help you. Is that why you have that shovel holding it like a weapon? No. I was gonna I was going <laughs> to get the ladder. And then in case of gun you bears. know it turned out you didn't need my help and I felt I felt really unappreciated at that point so i was gonna you know i was out here looking for you thought you might want you know something dug up like you dug into <laughs> my heart and then i, then I hit her with a shovel <laughs> yeah so oh, i did five very damage. nice yeah you did five damage so you chop into her with this shovel the desiccated flesh of her body kind of splashes a little bit as you as it thunks into her as a point of um just vocabulary has been desiccated typically doesn't indicate something that could splash right desiccated does mean dried out you know that term, right it, yeah, <laughs> you, were you an english major you were an english major right uh, <laughs> i was that involved knowing the english language uh, I'm just, I was thinking just the crepit. I'm sorry. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that no, word makes her, somewhat more her, sense. Uh, de desiccated 
does make more sense in the fact that it's reducing the damage because it's tough uh like hurt the while the skin itself is soft and sloughing off the f the flesh underneath seems hard and withered you don't feel like that did as much as it could have. so it didn't do five damage no it did not do five damage can I, so so I look down at the shovel and I see that it's one of those motorized spinny shovels and I hit that button. <laughs> it's a Gurren Lagann shovel. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't care. You know, could be, could be, could be, could be. It's, it's a motor shovel. <laughs> motor shovel. That's right. Good thing I filled it with gas shovel. before I left. Yeah, it's a, it, it'll drill. There's plenty gas in the shed for it. Did yeah, you I mean, pour it'll drill the through the hearts gas of men on the shovel, and now it's a fire shovel. Right. Oh, you know what? That's a good point. She's covered in gas, right? So there like, is that other thing that you have. What was that? There are those other things that you have. Well, is it my turn to hit her again? Yeah, it's your turn again. Okay. Well, I definitely don't want to like tear gas myself. That sounds like <laughs> a bad idea. Um. So, uh, I think we're just gonna stand here in the forest and hit each other. I mean, I'm, I'm all right with that, uh, I guess. So I'm going to hit her again with the shovel. Oh, wait, no, it is see... her turn, isn't it? That's yeah. right. That's why so... I was confused. Because you're like, what are you going to do, bro? I'm like, well, I mean, wait for her to hit me, because that's how the world works, you know? So she, she's actually going to dart off into the darkness, the darkness again. Okay. Do I see where she went to? Is she, like, hiding yeah, somewhere, I... or is she running away? No, she's just trying to run away. Is that, Do I think Esme would be back by now? So you don't know how far she needed to drive. You've been searching the woods for yeah. probably the past 15 minutes. So she's probably still f about 5 to 10 minutes from getting back, if she's coming straight back, which okay. she did because she got the axe. Well, so. right, yeah. So I guess, like you said, I don't pr probably know. So I'm going to try and run after... Um, M Melina, or whatever her name is, uh, and I'm just gonna keep yelling to me, to me, over again, over and over again. And then every once in a while, I'll just say, so say we all, like, just like for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> so make a constitution check then. What's that for? To see if you see if can I'm, keep like, up good with enough her. to run. All right. Yeah. Constitution. Um, yeah, so that's gonna be your con times five, or I guess you could do athletics. So I, I went ahead your and athletics I, is better. Okay. Why don't well, let so me you see? Here, I don't know. No, you hold on a second. Um, <laughs> my athletics is thirty, so I would have chosen Constitution, um, yes. and I did real so, bad. You, you did. I'm real out of breath. Bad. So after a couple minutes of running, uh, you you get a stitch in your side, and you just have to stop. It's it's too much. Uh, you you catch your breath, you look up, and you don't see her anymore. Mm, I'm gonna snack on a couple of the McDonald's fries that I didn't give her earlier. Um, Just reach know, into your that... coat pocket, and it's filled with yep. McDonald's fries. Right. I mean, I'm not gonna give her all of them. Do I gain some hit points back for that? I think I probably should. Don't you think no, so? That's not how HP works in this game. Nope. No, but it's like I ate I some fries. Didn't you just hear? I just said I ate some fries. I feel like <laughs> that count at least for like one hit point. 
This isn't the Wendy's RPG. <laughs> but these are McDonald's fries. You hear you hear a car pull up at this point. Alright, I'm gonna walk that away. Okay. Uh, so you catch up with Esme as she's exiting the shed with an axe. Right. And you wonder why you didn't grab wanted... the axe. Yeah, well, I did real good with the shovel, so I think it's <laughs> fine. I look at, I, I point at my my like, where did uh, where where did she scratch me? Uh, across the back. So I, I'll go up and be like, "Hey, she got me a little bit, but I think I saw her heading this way." I'm going to uh, check I, I... over this scratch pronounce it it's just a scratch and uh listen real hard you're gonna listen real hard do i hear either sounds of something running or suspicious silence or the screams of someone getting eaten by a zombie Mm, it it is very quiet here uh you don't hear any screaming or anything like that uh, you are kind of in the middle of nowhere with this cabin. I guess we're gonna go in the direction that Cindy indicated. I I lead on. All right. Do you want to take anything with you, or just the? Uh... Oh, we should bring some of that gasoline. I have the matches. Yeah, there's I mean, also I was some. About it. There's also some chains and rope in the uh, shed as well that might be a good thing to take if you are so inclined to try and tie her up. All right, yeah. Uh, Okay, I mean, I guess if it doesn't cost anything to carry some rope, I will. Also, I want to make sure we have the car keys. So, on us. Which I would assume we would. Hey, what's this language that you know that just says language? What are you talking about? Language that says language. You have. uh, I don't know. That was uh, just there. You have a 40 skill in language. Well, Jeremy, I clicked. I don't know. I just filled in what the the sheet said. <laughs> I'm I'm serious. Like the like scientist like character sheet. I just literally put everything it said in there on my sheet. Okay. So what so what foreign language do you know? It's computer language. It's computer language. Right. It's like C plus plus for you plus plus. C plus plus <laughs> for you plus plus. Okay. <laughs> 